Right now, you're listening to the Azeem Digital Asks podcast, the podcast where I, Azeem, talk to some of the top marketers in the industry, find out everything about them, how they got to where they are today, and more importantly, sharing some really useful marketing tips that will help everybody listening to this become better marketers. Stay tuned for another great episode. Hello and welcome back to the Azeem Digital Asks podcast, the season finale. Cannot believe 45 episodes in and the fucking worst tech issue I've ever had before the episode, <laughs> so I'm really sorry to my guest, Chef. I am here. I've got a fantastic guest. Before I introduce you, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's ever listened to this, shared it, liked it, even if you've listened for three minutes, person in France, I know who you are, I will find you. Um, I would love it if you could like, share, rate, all the usuals, that's enough nonsense from me. Fantastic guest, and we're talking all about podcasting and the benefits of podcasting for your business. She is the awesome Christine Zernkow, better known as Chef, part of the powerhouse podcasting team at Martin O'Clock describes herself as a real housewife of digital marketing 2020 PPC hero rising star in PPC she does a podcast she contributes to search engine journal she's got a book she works for Cypress North somewhere in between that she does sleep as well chef welcome <laughs> to the show thank you so much and do not worry about the tech issues I was saying before we started recording I'm like the perfect person to have tech issues with because as a podcaster like we just deal with it all the time <laughs> the other day I was doing a marketing talk and my volume was down so I couldn't hear them and I thought my headphones were broken or something and it was just the volume so you do not have to worry about me <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here and finally talk to you yes it's awesome we briefly discussed before the show I've made a massive error in thinking that we'd already known each other because some, I watch your show on YouTube and I'm like oh yeah we're besties you've never seen me before <laughs> nope I've seen a lot of your bitmoji though oh yeah He's much better looking. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, listen, uh, I would love for you to give the audience a, a better introduction to yourself. So who are you? What do you do? The floor is yours. Sure. So I am a digital marketer at Cypress North, uh, a digital marketing agency in Buffalo, New York. First and foremost, I do a lot of PPC, a lot of Google ads. I do a little content here and there too, but that's my primary focus. And that is my primary focus on Marketing O'Clock, our podcast, which we have new, new shows that we release every week. Brilliant. And I'm coming for a clocksker this year. And if I don't get Oh one, yeah. You, I can't believe you've never won a clocksker. <laughs> gutted. Absolutely gutted. Anyway, we move on. Would you like to give a brief intro to your podcast as well? And then we will get into fun and games before we talk about podcasting in more detail. Yeah, so we are a new show, a digital marketing news show, and we talk about SEO, PPC, and social media marketing mainly. We record every week and we release new episodes on Friday with all the news from the past week, at least before Wednesday, we do our best. Sometimes we have to go back and add more news, which isn't fun. And as my co-host Greg Finn says, nobody really cares about the news, so we try to keep it light, keep it fun. Um, there's a lot of really terrible puns in there. And if you've been paying attention to digital marketing news lately, it's not always the best news. We get a lot of bad news, unfortunately, from some of the ad platforms in particular. So there are a lot of rants in there, too. Um, so that's always fun. Uh, and last year, we decided to do a deep dive episode with industry experts. Uh, this all started because... Google was making changes to their partners program that we were like really, really unhappy about. 
And we just could not stop talking about it on the show, Greg in particular. We just like couldn't get over how terrible these changes were for advertisers and how bad they were going to be for our clients from an agency perspective. So we decided to pull some friends on. We pulled on Andrea Cruz and Julie Pacini, and we kind of ranted for a while about these changes and what they meant. And that turned into Marketing a Talk, which are our monthly deep dive episodes. We do a new one every month. Um, and we get to talk to really fun people. So we do the news and those deep dives as well. Awesome. And I'm temporarily going to complain for one second because on <laughs> your last episode, I heard the word GIF, which, oh, Jess. I think it was, was it Jess. Me? No, I think Jess said GIF. And I was like, what? I just was listening and I had to pause it and like, what? So that was not We great. go back and forth about GIF versus <laughs> GIF. Like, I just want to be controversial and say whatever the other person's not saying. Okay. <laughs> YOLO, I like it. Right, before we get into podcasting, thank you to your wonderful co-host, Greg Finn. I asked uh, Greg to speak to full-time producer Caleb, Mark, Jess, and of course himself. So I asked all of them to describe you in one line. So I'm oh, going to no. read one what? line out to you. You've <laughs> only got one guess, okay? Okay. You have to guess who said this. So four lines, four people. You need to get four out of four, otherwise, when your team listens to this, there's going to be some serious conversations. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, you put me on the spot. Okay, I'm ready. The first person said, "I quote, confident with a can-do attitude and a sense of humor to match." Who said that? I think that that was Greg, and I think he was trying to trick me because he knows I don't think I'm confident. <sighs> Sadly, you are incorrect. No! <laughs> that was full-time producer Caleb so you're zero for one right now I should have known okay the second person said diamonds aren't a girl's best friend search terms are <laughs> um Mark correct okay redemption okay right one out of two the next person said I quote you cannot describe Shep in one line. You'll need about 60 lines, and even then, it would only be half the things you could say about her, all of which are amazing things. Okay. Oh, man. I think that's Jess. She's usually the nicest. Okay, I won't tell you because then you'll know who said right, the last right, one. Right. So the last person said, I quote, a force of nature that was born to entertain. Yeah, that was Greg. So the other one was Jess. Yeah, you are spot on. Three out of four, not bad. Wow, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, definitely some apologies need to be made to full-time producer Caleb, though. Yeah. He must be really sad about this. He's called me confident before, and I corrected him. I'm like, Caleb, I'm faking it. So I thought maybe he learned his lesson, but I guess he didn't. Oh, right. Let's get into the meat and bones of this episode. We are going okay. to be talking all about podcasting and the benefits of it. And who better to talk to than, as I described you, powerhouse of a podcaster so my first question for you Shep is if you could assemble your dream lineup for a marketing go talk episode who would it be this is so hard because we've had so many amazing people on already and there's so many amazing people out there to talk to this week we're releasing an episode where we're actually talking to a banana um but that would not be my dream guest so be ready for that one but I would have to say it's a panel that was already on is my first answer I'm cheating and giving too, because I wasn't there when Ginny, Marvin, and Anu were on for a PPC Focus episode in January. I was on maternity leave, and I had such FOBO 
because of course Jenny is like Google ads. It was before she was the Google ads liaison, but it would be so cool to have her back now and like hear from the source. Um, you know, Sarah complains a little louder and Jenny's awesome. So I'm sure she could help us. And then Anu is just the nicest person in the whole world in PPC. And I love to get her perspective on everything. And when we get too ranty, I mean, she's just a great counterbalance for that. And then my other, my other answer to this question is we have never had you on marketing a talk. So we need this to do that. This is my secret pitch to get on. I'm joking. No, but honestly, I would love to have you on marketing a talk. That would be so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you know, my concept of time zones is horrific. So yeah, anytime you want me, I'll be there as long as it's before like 9pm my yeah. time. 9pm uh, your time. My day begins at like 3 or 4am. So oh before gosh. the end of this episode, I'll probably be asleep. <laughs> anyway, less about me, more about yourself. Brilliant answer. Thank you very much. As someone who is an experienced podcast, you've been doing this for much longer than me. What do you think the benefits are of podcasting? So when we started our podcast in particular, as an agency, the idea was to get more performance-driven clients. Like the idea was to find people who cared about what mattered. So if someone is listening to a marketing podcast, we would hope that they knew a a thing or two about marketing and that they would care about performance. Um, But it's evolved so much more than that. Overwhelmingly, the biggest benefit has been the people we've met and that we've gotten to learn from in the industry. Um, We even have a Discord community now, community.marketingaclock.com, if you want to join, where people in the industry who listen to the show are sharing successes, stories, and questions. Um, As I said, we're in Buffalo, and everyone here is kind of born and raised here. It's one of those towns. And it's so valuable to be able to talk to people from all over the world, like you, that have different ideas and hear different perspectives on things. Um, So that's definitely been the biggest benefit. And then... From a sales standpoint, we actually have another podcast, our agency now called Agency Scoop, and it is hosted by our chief growth officer, Jill Fetcher. And between the two shows, Marketing O'Clock and Agency Scoop, we're kind of using them in the sales process. Like we're gearing the marketing a talk content and the agency scoop content around like holes we can fill in the sales process. So we have one coming up on an agency scoop about development because we have development at our agency as well. And if we have 30 minutes to pitch to a client and we're not able to say everything that we want to say, we can say here, we have this episode where we talk about it and we can send it after. And if they want to watch it, that's great. If they don't, they don't have to. Um, so working it into the sales process has also been really valuable too. Awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that. Really, really interesting. You mentioned at the beginning of your answer about when you started. So my next question follows very nicely from that. If you could do this all over again, what, if anything, would you change? So there's a few things. I actually wasn't on the show when it started, full disclosure. I've been on for about two years, and I think it's been on for about three. So they used to do a live show, and they definitely, um, from what I've heard, would not do that again. And I have no interest in doing it. I think it kind of holds you back um, because you're so afraid of messing up that you can't like be your authentic self and you you don't want to misspeak or like report something incorrectly um, ever. That would be terrible on a new show. So you don't have that net. Actually, Greg used to say live without a net. Well, now we have a net. So if we ever say anything incorrect, we have another chance to go back and fix it, which is just really gives us peace of mind. And I think allows us to open up more. Like, like I said, we try to be funny and if, 
a joke doesn't land or something, it's not the end of the world. So I'm really glad we don't do it live. Um, on the other hand, we used to record on Thursday nights and we always release it on Friday. So we would record at like 4 p.m. on Thursday. And this was like during the pandemic and it was just too much um, to first of all record it. We wrote articles for the show and then we would have to cut it and edit it that night, upload it. It was just way too much and stressed everyone out. So we needed to give ourselves enough time to edit as well, which is hard as a new show. Um, other formats, it's a little bit easier, but I would definitely recommend people give themselves enough time to edit when they set up the recording schedule. Um, we're also still working on a good studio space, which is something that I wish we had prioritized earlier. Like it's almost comical. When we first started, we were in what we called the annex at our old office and we were dealing with train tracks and there were people like walk. I, I used to joke around that people were tap dancing above where we were recording. It was so loud in there. And now we have this beautiful new office that we purchased and move into earlier this year. Um, but we don't have our studio set up yet. So I'm actually like right on the side of the road right now. And you guys can probably hear some cars driving by. And it's really hard for full-time producer Caleb to edit our episodes and make our audio good. Um, so we're working on our studio, but I wish we had done it earlier. And then finally, I also wish we had done marketing a talk sooner. As I said, like we haven't even been doing it for a year. Um, but it's just opened up so many more possibilities, given us more time to talk about the things that we want to talk about and that matter to people. And it's also good promotion for the show because we have these amazing experts in the industry, like Azim, when you come on and they're able to show the show with their platform, with their audience, and hopefully grow our listeners. They'll come to listen to Azim and they'll stay to hear my weird QVC stories, hopefully is the goal there. <laughs> You're far too kind, but I'm sure my <laughs> horrific accent is going to put off a lot of your listeners. Um, no but way. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, my podcaster who hates his own voice, so I'm going to do less. Talking. No, I'm a podcaster <laughs> who hates my own voice too, so I don't think you're the only one. <laughs> but yeah, thanks very much for sharing that. Really, really interesting. I'm not sure if it's the same for yourself, but certainly for me over here, I speak to people who are interested or want to get into starting to put podcasts out or begin to get into podcasting but something always seems to hold them back so I'd love to hear it from yourself if there are people listening to this who are interested in starting their own podcast what advice would you give to them so the biggest piece of advice that I have is to just do it there are really so few barriers to entry and particularly um, we use anchor to host our show and you can do everything on Anchor. It makes it so easy to distribute to all the podcast platforms with your RSS feed. You can even edit the show in there. Greg was showing me today, you can edit the show on your phone, um, which is like, so you don't even need a computer to have a podcast really. Um, as far as like mics and stuff like that go, Greg handles it. And you, you want to do some research to make sure you have the right equipment, but it's so easy. And if there's, like I said, there's no barriers to entry really. So it's for everyone. And you just learn, if you make it like part of your job. So for us, like I said, we're doing the news. It's making me stay on top of the news all the time, like, which is making me do better work for our clients. And I'm sure you have a similar situation where you're talking to people, you're learning more about the industry and it makes you do better work. Um, so if you kind of work it into that, it makes it all worth it, the time and everything. Yes, plus one, 1,000%. Couldn't agree with you more. Some of the conversations that I've had with people, I've learned so much, and I've deliberately gone out of my way and sought to talk to people 
who specialize in areas of marketing that I don't know a lot about purely so I can learn more from them. And there was a point where I thought, I don't care if like one person's listened to this. This is a really valuable conversation that I have had, which I think others might find valuable. And when you talk about barriers to entry, yeah, spot on. The only thing for me that I really dwelled on was that I had an episode where I had a brilliant guest on. I'm not going to tell you which one because it's still out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was either wearing like a bracelet or a necklace and you could hear it like jangling all throughout the episode. And I spent hours and hours trying to edit it. Oh, That's man. one thing that I would uh, definitely like change and include in my briefing. So I would see that as a mistake that I made. And talking about mistakes, I'd love to hear from yourself. Some of the biggest mistakes that you've either seen made or bonus points have made yourself when podcasting yeah so we've totally been there and that brought to mind like i used to have ice in my cup on the show and i'd listen back and be like why do i have ice in my glass like what was i thinking um and mistakes i mean i have so many mistakes every single week on the show just like flubbing when i speak first of all um our producer caleb just is doing the lord's work making me sound as good as i do every week um so that's definitely something I do all the time. But also I think people just not or underestimating how much work it's going to be. Like I said, there aren't a lot of barriers to entry. Like anyone can set up an anchor account and go for it, but there is effort involved behind the scenes. Um, and I think that people might not be prepared for how heavy a lift is, especially if you're doing it on your own. Like I said, you need to give yourself time to edit it. Um, we had a story on the show last week where Pamela Lund repeat retweeted, Jack Butcher. And he said 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode three of those 200,000 left 90% will quit after 20 episodes to be in the top 1% of podcasts, the world in the world, you only need to publish 21 episodes. So congratulations, Azeem, on being part of this elite club. (laughs) You can't see me listeners, but I am doing the most awful dance you've ever seen. Come on. Yeah. So it's like anyone can do it. It just takes time. Um, so just underestimating the time and commitment that's going to be involved, I think is why people don't get off the ground. I think it's going to be like only the time recording. And as you know, so much more goes into it than just the time spent recording. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and for me, boring 20 second life story, I do this completely outside of work. So I have a normal job. Not that this isn't a normal job, sorry, but I have a regular job. And outside of that, I edit it publish it get it up on my website and and distribute it so it's completely separate for me Uh, so sometimes it's hard juggling the two but anyway that's my boring 20 second life story I would also say you have a great system like setting it up and doing it remote but we could never really figure that out when we were um, remote for COVID Um, so that was a mistake we made too just going through like the different ways we were going to record remotely and I just hope we never have to do it again Yeah, yeah. I'm quite looking forward to, once it's safe to do so, uh, doing it in person because I think you might be able to get a lot more from people. I love the fact that for me and you, we can see each other. My Mm -hmm. earlier episodes, uh, we couldn't see each other, which was quite hard. So I'd always have like a Google Meet on the side and trying to balance the two, but it can ruin your internet connection. That's one of the problems with remote recording. Anyway, another bit of my boring life story over. So question for you. I think you've already touched on this a little bit, but I'd love to to hear more. Again, I consider you a pro at this. So you need to explain the benefits of podcasting to someone who doesn't quite understand the medium. Mm -hmm. How would you do that? So I would just say it's really about connecting with people. Um, For example, I'm a big fan of true crime podcasts. 
And just imagine 10 years ago saying, I'm a fan of true crime. Like you sound completely insane, but because there are so few barriers to entry and anyone can just upload a podcast and connect with people all over the world, anyone can really start it. And it's like a a really good way to find people that are interested in what you're interested in. And as a marketer, it's a way for us to connect with people in the industry who are doing the same work as us every day and experiencing the same challenges. And the podcast allows us to connect with them and get a different perspective. Like an overwhelming majority of our stories are just people on Twitter like, hey, did you see this new feature in the wild? Or hey, look at what I found buried deep in this Google health document. Um, And for us, this really forces us to stay on top of everything that's going on. And we hope for our listeners that we can be a source for them to come to if they can't, if they don't have time to go through all those tweets every week, like Greg Finn does, because he's crazy. Uh, but they could just listen to our show and know what's going on. So it's really about finding the people that share a common interest as you. Love that. Love Greg as well. Love, <laughs> love all of you guys, to be honest. Great, great bunch of people. Definitely very high up on my list of people to meet once it's safe to do so. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, a question that I've asked a few other people before, but again, something that I'd love to hear from yourself. Where would you recommend people go if they wanted to learn more about podcasting? So like I said, I'm really lucky and Greg and Caleb do most of the technical work as far as editing our show and the equipment goes. Um, I really love NPR podcasts and they have an article, uh, how to start a podcast according to the pros at NPR that I would consider to be a great source. Um, as a jumping off point, if you need one. But I think also, it's just about listening to podcasts and learning what you like to hear and what you don't and finding mediums that you find enjoyable to listen to. And I'm sure that there are other people who will. Um, So for example, I really like to listen to comedy podcasts. So I like to bring that to the show and try to make people smile. Um, So I think that's a big part of the research is just listening to other podcasts and learning how they do it and learning from their mistakes too. Absolutely. Right. We're almost coming to the end of this episode, which is a shame because it's the end of this season as well. And Azeem needs a break. (laughs) Azeem's got to eat. (laughs) (laughs) I've also got to stop referring myself in the third person. I would love (laughs) to hear from you, Chef. What's one really cool thing that you've done with your podcast? Yeah, so I keep answering every question the same way. But the coolest people, the coolest thing that we've done with the podcast is the people that we've been able to meet. And I haven't even been able to meet anyone in person yet, um, but I'm so excited to meet people in person. Like hopefully some conferences happen in the coming years. Um, The people we've been able to connect with is amazing. Um, We also make some pretty cool swag on like a smaller scale. Like we've made this awesome Rockstar PPC shirt last week. Um, So not as big of a deal, but we make some really cool merch and we're able to like make fun of the industry and keep our work light, which is great. No better thing than that. <laughs> as long as you and the team are happy. Absolutely. Shep, you've been an awesome guest before I let you go and give you the supreme honor of having the final word, not only at the end of this episode, but on the end of season one, I would love for you to share where people can go to find out more about you, the podcast, where they can follow you. How can they get in touch? Yeah. So first I would like to congratulate you on season one. Amazing. 40 something episodes, right? Yeah. 45. I think that is awesome. What an accomplishment in the top 1% for sure. And we can't wait for season two. (laughs) And thanks for having me on your last show. So to connect with me, first of all, our show is on every podcast player, marketing o'clock. 
Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.marketingoclock.com. We'd love for you to join us on Discord. As I said, we have channels for PPC, SEO, social media, we share business memes. It's just really fun in there. Lots of rants, as you can expect. And that is at community.marketingoclock.com. I am at Chef Zernheld on Twitter, um, if you want to find me there. And then I'm really trying to make Marketing O'Clock TikTok happen. So if you want to give us a follow, we are at Marketing O'Clock. <laughs> Just get Mark in front of the camera. Your followers will go through the roof. Yeah, I'm sure they would. That's a good idea. <laughs> right, Chef, before I give you the last word and end the season, from me to you and everybody else, thank you very much for either taking part, listening, I had a couple of weeks break, but before that, 44 straight weeks of episodes, sometimes twice a week. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Definitely time to step back for a bit. I've got some big plans for season two. If you've enjoyed it, as I mentioned, please leave a rating, tell a friend, and then tell that friend to tell two more friends and listen to Marketing O'Clock as well. I've tried really hard to get guests on the show who are uh, women primarily and primarily from minority and underrepresented groups and I'd love to continue to do that so if you want to be part of season two I don't care if you've got 100 followers 10 or 1 if you fit into those groups get in touch with me my details are all available but from me to everybody else thank you very much this is where I shut up Shep the supreme honour of ending season one and your episode goes to you thank you for being an awesome guest. Thank you. It was so fun being here and I hope we can do this again soon. So that was another great episode in the bag. I'm really enjoying hearing from some brilliant people in this industry. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow me on Spotify. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you are using. Tell a friend to tell a friend and hopefully see you for the next episode.